the best things in life are free, like this podcast. Save the Date is hosted by comedian, author, and all-around wedding lover, Alicia McCormick. I spoke on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about going along to bridal exhibitions or wedding exhibitions. Let's not be uh, sexist here. Wedding exhibitions and the difference between a lot of the big convention center showcasey wedding exhibitions which do have their place and are really helpful at finding local suppliers but also some of the the funky small wedding exhibitions that are popping up all over the place and what a pleasure it is to go along to some of these events and meet alternative wedding suppliers now when we say the word alternative it doesn't mean you have to turn up with a mohawk and a leather jacket I mean, that's a really old school depiction of alternative. Alternative for me is just saying that you are taking a step out of the boundaries of what would be the norm and the convention of perhaps some of the mainstream bridal magazines and wedding shows. At a lot of the big wedding shows, you'll see, you know, Barry the DJ and you walk through these huge halls where everyone's sort of fighting for your attention and you can walk in there and they're throwing brochures at you and yelling at you and I talked about how there was a booth where they were sort of spray painting eyebrows on it was really freaky and also I don't know (laughs) this is I'm gonna sound like the biggest bitch here and just judge me I'm fine with it but I never really pictured a bridal wedding exhibition as somewhere I would go and try a wedding dress on and I wandered around this big wedding exhibition a few weeks ago and seeing lots of girls getting changed in a tiny booth a tiny shitty booth with sort of like a towel. It wasn't a towel. I'm making it sound a lot worse than it was. It was a curtained off area. And then walking out in amongst, like basically people having to step around these girls in their wedding dresses, potential wedding dresses, and uh, trying it on. Now, I'm a big advocate of trying to save money. I know you can get good deals at wedding exhibitions, and I've talked about this before. If you go along with cash or on a credit card, and at the end of the day, you offer to buy a sample, that is great. If you know what you want, go there and buy it. But I don't think necessarily I would recommend if you're going along for the first time to try wedding dresses, it's probably not the positive experience you're looking for. Honestly, I saw some girls being jammed into dresses that weren't their sizes and then standing in the middle of I kid you not, thousands of people walking through this wedding exhibition saying, is this the dress, you know, and trying to hold their boobs into the dress. Is this the dress for me? And looking at their girlfriends and their mother who are standing across the walkway because there's nowhere to stand going, eh, I don't know. I just, mm." anyway, horses for courses, as I always say, but perhaps not the best place to be trying on wedding dresses. So anyway, My point is this week I want to bring to you some sound bites and interviews that I did while I was out on location. I was on locale. I was out. I was doing an OB, an outside broadcast, as we would say in television. I took my microphone and my husband along to the eclectic wedding extravaganza. Now, this is a UK thing, but I'm going to give you plenty of alternative events that are in the similar vein and I'm going to list these on the blog and also I'll say them throughout the podcast. For example, in Australia, there is a wonderful event called One Fine Day and it's uh, onefinedaywedingfair.com.au for my Aussie listeners. I love you and I love everyone else too. I'm not biased, just saying. One Fine Day is run um, fairly often, actually. I think it's twice a year, maybe more often. And it is in the similar vein. It's saying, basically, you are, they have hand-picked wedding vendors there. It's not mass-produced. Lots of local, hip, 
fun, good vibe adventures happening there. Always great food at these events as well. You're not eating crappy Bay conference center food and um, lots of great ideas. I went along to a couple when I was in Oz or planning our wedding and really, really enjoyed it. And it has some great sponsors and you come away with goodie bags, not full of shit actually full of things you want. In the US, I have been very much taken by a wonderful company called the Big Fake Wedding Company. I love this idea because each event they run, and they're running them all over the country, so again, I will link to them, but they do a bridal show in the form of a wedding. So it's like attending a wedding. You get catered for, there's a DJ, lots of different vendors are all contributing to this one event. So you can feel what it's actually gonna be like on the day. I think it's fantastic, it's immersive, it's more interesting than wandering around booths having things shoved in your face. So if you are in in the market for attending a wedding exhibition, by all means go along to the big wedding exhibitions as well, but consider going to the smaller, cooler, clicky, eclectic, fun, Oh, can I use some more adjectives here? No, I probably should stop now. But yeah, consider looking at some alternatives. So even if you can't get to these vendors that I'm talking to specifically on the show today, I think it might give you some ideas of, I don't know, thinking outside the boring box. So here we go. I've been wandering around meeting all these amazing people. Congratulations on today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Tell me, where did the idea come from? Um, well, basically, the alternative market wasn't being catered for. It's a brilliant atmosphere. Everybody's really happy to finally find things that they wouldn't have found at other wedding fairs. So it's a really good vibe. Lots of our suppliers offer bespoke customisation, so people can really, truly make their weddings unique. Even if you aren't planning, and I use quote-unquote, an alternative wedding, there are so many little details you can add to your wedding to make it really individual. Yeah, it's about making your wedding about you. It doesn't have to be like crazy ass. You know, it's just about making something that is unique to you. So you don't have to have flowers in the middle of the table. You can have something made in paper or, you know, if it's something that you're concerned about the environment, you want to use recycling and, you know, it's things like that, that touches that people can add to the weddings. It's not all about tattoos and schools and that kind of thing it's just really we want to give people the opportunity to make the weddings unique to them let's go meet some people uh my name is uh the mobile photo booth <laughs> that is mrs mobile photo booth to you all right mrs mobile photo booth now because this is a podcast yes. i have to describe what you look like you're now she's in this amazing sort of big hooped black skirt a very sassy i'm gonna say it's a wig oh, black yes. Oh, it's, I'm touching it. It's probably getting a little intimate here. Uh, gorgeous wig. And you've, you're covered in adornments that would be used in a mobile photo booth. And I see you are the mobile photo booth. I am. I am. I go round and break the ice with people, but also give them that little uh, visual memory as well. I love that. So if I were to hire you for my wedding that doesn't exist, but people are listening, they're planning their weddings. It's all about wedding planning. What do we get? What do we get when Mrs. Mobile Photo Booth comes along? 
Um, you get some someone who's going to break the ice, crack a few jokes with you, have a bit of a laugh. It can always be a little bit worrying when you meet a load of new people at a wedding. Obviously. Yes. I say it's worlds collide because you've got all these guests from different facets yeah. of your life. Yeah. And sometimes they're like, I don't know, how do you, how are you, how do you know the groom? How do you know the bride? Yeah, yeah, it can be like that. And obviously bride and groom, they know everyone, so they're all right. But it really is for your guests, for them to have a nice time, get a bit silly, um, have a nice photograph, nice memento. And yeah, just, just sort of chill out and relax a bit right at that beginning initial stage and throughout the night whenever it's needed really. What's different about this sort of day than a big, big wedding thing? Um, it's things that you would never see here, things that you would never imagine and when you see it you think wow that's amazing and you just think I want that because that says something about me Yes. rather than something about you know everyone else. Norm. Yes, say something about you on your wedding day. You go to a lot of weddings. What is some of the most interesting things you've seen recently that say, kapow, this couple's different? Um, it would probably be that the most unusual thing is cakes. I do see a lot of strange cakes, actually. Um, what? Don't, don't get to eat them. Oh, well, I won't go into details, but sort of things that maybe mean something to the bride and groom. And obviously, as an entertainer coming in, I've got no idea what they mean. Very strange. Oh, I love that. So you can create this amazing story, backstory. Yes. With the yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, I can do that and, you know, just sort of work around it, feed off of it. Well, not feed off it because they never let me have any. That's mean. It is mean, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But you know what I mean. Yeah. I sometimes with my website, I always look at, you know, Pinterest for the cakes and stuff. Yes. And I get so hungry yes. and so like, salivating looking yes. at all this wedding stuff. It's like a temptation that we don't get to enjoy. It, exactly. You have to just sort of walk around, look at everyone eating and drinking and think, well, they're having a lovely time. And I'm, really, I'm really pleased for them. Yes. <laughs> so we would hire you. There's a photographer that's taking all the serious stuff. And then we, you You're would like come a, along. a carry-all. I am a carry-all, yes, yes. There's lots of bits and bobs going on here. I've got little signs. Little she's got little signs. She's got beautiful signs. She's fangs. I've got a Christmas wedding section here as well. Halloween weddings, all of them. And it's fun. Is it? This is the thing I'm always trying to say at weddings. Have fun, for the love of God. Yeah, exactly. Some, some of them, I think, can be a little bit sort of worrying if they're a bit too formal. And this one is just about, you know, having fun. Mrs. Mobile Photo Booth was a highlight of my day. She was a sassy broad, dressed in an amazing costume. It was sort of almost Victorian. If you picture a bit, a bit of early Downton Abbey almost, quite a big hoop skirt. But having all these various photo booth paraphernalia hanging off her, your eye is immediately drawn to her. And I'm sure there are people around doing exactly what she's doing in their own way, because she was a very much an individual, can I just say. I really enjoyed her company. And also, it's one way to prevent people with photo booths, especially, that's usually later on in the night when things get a bit loose, but it's a great idea to bring in someone like her at the beginning of the evening to capture those early moments and also get people talking and having a good time. I gathered, I moved on from Mrs. Mobile Photo Booth, I'm just going to keep saying that because it's a lovely vocal warm-up, to Hannah who runs an entertainment company with a bit of a twist. So this is us. Um, we do all kinds of event entertainment. So when we're talking about wedding entertainment, how do you make a difference? Well, for me, one of the key things is when people arrive. So hit them with something a really bit different at that point. So, you know, have a stilt walker, have your photo booth set up, something like that. But then there's also points that you want to fill during the day where, you know, maybe... The wedding party are having all of those photos taken. Oh my God, that can take so long. I'm always banging on about going, don't make your guests sit around and get really yeah. drunk in two hours. 
So give, at that point, give them something to watch, you know. Fair enough, at the bride and groom, they might miss it at that point, but who cares? Exactly. Your guests are entertained at that point and really happy. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, we... We don't offer packages. We do completely, everything is bespoke. So everything is unique and tailored to you. Um, you know, and that's costume, that's performers, that's that's everything. So so I have, a very, I have an international audience. They're everywhere, my listeners. So to speak generally, even though what you do is based in, in the UK, what are some of the options if you want to do something, for example, in that one or two hour period where they're off having their snaps, what would you suggest? What are some of the bespoke activities you do? Well, I mean, probably one of the first ones that people would think about is a magician. That's always a really good one. But make sure that you get like a really um, young, not to sound rude, uh, I don't mean young as in age-wise, but really modern and up-to-date. Some old dodgy guy going, I've got a trick for you. (laughs) Yeah, so some, some, some of the guys around at the moment with their sleight of hand tricks are just incredible, absolutely amazing. Um, but then obviously you've got you know loads of kind of different things. You could have a stage act of juggling. Um, you could have, if it's a really alternative running, you could have a burlesque performer do a couple of acts for you. You could have the motor, mobile photo booth at that point as well. I mean, it's it's a case of what you would like to fill at that point. Do you want your guests to be sat watching something or do you want somebody mingling around with them, giving them something more than just drinking and eating to do at that point? If you're watching a performance, you know, you naturally turn to the next person. You, you know, if it's a good performance, you know, you can't help but comment on it and talk to the person next to you. So, Well, I think that's a lovely idea and I think it's a fantastic way to fill time, bring everyone together because it's all about having fun. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we like to do. Fun, unique, different, you know, add something extra to your event. One thing I want to say is it doesn't have to be a show. I remember Cat Williams from Rock and Roll Bride saying it's a wedding, not a show, unless you're doing a West End Broadway theme theatrical extravaganza. You don't have to go overboard with all this stuff, but little touches can be really effective. I did watch, um, I don't know if you've seen a program, they've made it in America and Australia and the UK now called Don't Tell the Bride. And it's when they basically hand over all of the money and the decision making to the guy to the bloke and they've done they've done same sex weddings as well but really to the partner that's not as into the idea about the wedding but the the trick is the the catch of the whole TV show is the other partner doesn't have any rights in deciding what happens and no contact for the 3 weeks that they have to organize this wedding and <laughs> there was an episode and they're always pretty hopeless you always sort of yell at the TV and go, why didn't you talk about this before agreeing to go on the TV show? I don't understand it. However, there was a couple on recently where he had pretty much pulled off a pretty, well, not amazing wedding, but she wasn't dying about it. She thought it was okay. And then it comes to the second part of the wedding where he takes her into a secret room to reveal the party part of the wedding. He wanted to show her before his guests and their guests were ushered into the room they had a little quiet moment he took her into this room and the room was full of vegas style showgirls with barely nipples covered and casino games and she was like what the fuck is going on it's got nothing to do with us but he saw that as entertainment so when i say (laughs) just think about your entertainment if it doesn't match who you are and your personalities or if you have nothing to do with casinos, oh, that's not really the theme I would be choosing, then don't choose it. Think wisely. <laughs> this poor woman, honestly, her face was like, what are you doing? What? What? What's going on? 
The rest was good. She put up with it because it was free, and that's what you do for television shows. But but perhaps not the right decision for that guy on the day. And uh, I just wanted you to consider that with wedding entertainment. Think about the day. Think about the tone. Probably don't go nipples out casino girls. So lovely couple, what are your names? Emily. Joey. Emily and Joey, you're a charm. I'm assuming you're a couple. Yep. <laughs> Good. You never know. You might just be here as friends looking at wedding stuff. Tell me about why you came along today. Um, well, we're getting married in a couple of years. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It's actually our five-year anniversary today. So we're here today and we're getting married in two years on this date. So. This is significant. So this is like all falls on the state so we thought we'd come along and see if we can make any solid plans like for our stuff like invites or cupcakes or cocktails. What's it about this sort of uh, wedding fair it's quite different to the big showy ones what is it that made you come along here? Um, this is just like really unique and it's different people put a lot of heart into baking things individual there's a lot of creativity that goes into it which I think is great. When we're thinking about your wedding day, when you close your eyes, what is it that you see? I don't know, friends and family having fun, like, you know, because it's more, we had an engagement party, like, uh, last year, and it's, we, we, we figured it was kind of more for them rather than it was for us. Yes. Like, that's kind of how we, we see our, like, wedding day and then stuff as well, so. So when you're wandering around looking at these sort of, you know, alternative stuff, what are, what are the things that are catching your eye that you go, yeah, I want this to be a part of our day? really funky looking things um anything that looks fun because we just want to have fun yeah it's that's what it's about you can't spend your wedding day like being really uptight and like a schedule like go 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 just relax enjoy it hopefully you only have it once i've got a lot of pamphlets here i had like this um chocolate brownie and it had popping candy on top so it's like a party in my mouth like who wouldn't want that at their wedding a party in my mouth I'm handing my credit card over. Yeah, just take it. <laughs> See, that is the good thing about coming along to a wedding exhibition is that you get to try before you buy, you get to meet the vendor because that's a big trust thing as well. You're giving them money to put on a really big event for you. So that's a big part of it too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like this lovely lady over there uh, who does photography. She's just someone that you just want to hand over all your trust to and you know she'll produce some brilliant photos. See, that's great. You've already yeah. established that. Take it off the list. Yeah. So you can't do that if you're just looking over the internet and at names and stuff. It's just being here is such an advantage for us. Emily and Joey were such a gorgeous couple and they were clearly very in love and very looking forward to their big day and were just having a cracking time. I think that's exactly what the vibe I walked into this place and went, oh, well, this is fun. And no one tried to draw eyebrows on me. After I met Emily and Joey, I actually moved on to a tailoring table. Now, it's sort of interesting to see how much emphasis goes into wedding dresses as such. And often, well, often guys are forgotten about until four days before the big day when they have to hire a suit. Or also looking at lesbian weddings, same-sex weddings as well, looking at how much attention or unfortunately little attention is sometimes given to tailoring and looking at at brides and grooms that don't necessarily want to wear big dresses and also when they buy a suit or an outfit that they want to have made for them it's not just something off the high street they've got something that they actually can wear again and they feel like it's tailored and suited to them literally huh look at that
Yeah, that's my comedian. Yeah, oh, here we go. Here's Carrie. She's a tailor. Lots of very bright, different colours. This ain't your normal tailoring, is it? No, it's like Savile Row tailoring, but with a, with a twist. So we do all sorts of different things. And because I've got a theatrical background, I can cut any particular style or anything for men and women. Now, I have an international audience. Can you describe what Savile Row tailoring is? It's a fancy way of saying it's made by hand. It's very Persh. Very Persh, but without the Persh part. <laughs> It's Persh without the Persh, which is what we like on the Save the Date Wedding Planning Podcast. Now, Kerry, this is for boys and girls, isn't it? Yes. I have all sorts of clients. I have wax figure clients and real clients and men and women. So I've, I've just been doing some lesbian weddings as well. So we do all sorts of different things. Yeah, now, the same-sex weddings, I think, is a really interesting market that I think a lot of people should be embracing a lot more in this industry. And it surprises me that some vendors don't. I think they're missing out. I do too. I think they're fantastic. And also, when we're looking at lesbian weddings especially, I think the suit, the androgynous clients, who like to just don't want to go along and have a standard sub-boring sort of suit, what, what are you seeing? What are the trends in that sort of tailoring? Well, I don't tend to follow the trends so much as work with the client. Good answer. Thank you. So I will work with whatever suits them, essentially. So I'll work with their figure as well as what they're looking for, as well as something that's going to flatter them. It's a lady's suit... Off the rack, very hard to find good fitting suits that look great. If, you, if you're into, you know, not a standard business, I'm talking about going along to a high street sort of place, can be pretty boring. I know, who wants to wear charcoal grey all the time? Now, I like this as well, again going back to same-sex weddings, the idea that, you know, with, with straighty 180 weddings, the bride goes along and has her dress fitted and coutured or whatever, if that's what you're going for. So it's nice that you're bringing that experience to same-sex couples as well, that they can actually have something tailored, they can have that experience of being puffed up a little bit and having something measured to them and going through that experience. That's really nice. Yeah, and the great thing about it is, unlike like your typical white meringue dress, is a suit, you can use it again. Yes, I'm all about the rewear. Exactly. So because we make them, I mean, they can last 10 years plus. And they have allowances in them, so, you, you know, if you sort of post-wedding, put on a little bit of weight, we can let them out and, and you still have a fantastic suit. Now, Jodie is, uh, are you a milliner? Is that yeah, what that's right, I'm a milliner. I'm looking at some of your designs and they are stunning. Oh, thank you. Everything's handmade by me, all by myself. <laughs> I'm seeing a picture of Paloma Faith here wearing one of your pillbox hats. Yeah, she's, she wore a pillbox hat that I made on the TV. It's really good press for me, yeah. Now, headwear is one of these things, I think, is a moment where you can really make a statement as a bride. Sure, yeah. And I try to encourage brides to maybe think outside the box and go for something a bit different. Think outside the pill box. Yeah. Or with a pill box. With a pill box. Yeah. <laughs> think outside the box with a pill box. There's your new business phrase. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that on a T-shirt. So, uh, colour. Is this something you're seeing a lot of? Because I'm seeing a lot of beautiful headpieces here that are quite colourful and dramatic. Yeah, well, I do have both. I mean, I have the range. I, ha I do have the traditional sort of ivory, white, cream pieces. But then I sort of thought maybe sometimes brides might like to try wearing a bit of colour. But it's still, it's sort of, people are getting a bit more open to that. But it's still not quite there. I feel like they really should embrace it. Because we've had the colourful shoe. The colourful shoes look great. But also yeah. a headpiece... It's a real yeah, statement. Because you can have a colourful shoe and then pick up on that colour in the headwear too. Is Mad Men good for your business? Um, 
maybe that sort of opens people up. And I think just the way that sort of vintage and retro fashions have become so popular now, more and more mainstream, that people are sort of going for different looks when it comes to their wedding. I feel so sad that we don't wear hats every day. Yeah, it is a shame. I mean, I haven't even got one on today. I should be Let's pretend. Them. Okay, she does. Let's pretend do she's got an amazing hat on. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you're displaying all your wares because I think hats just give a, a statement of elegance. I don't know. There's something very suave about wearing a hat. I always yeah. feel very flashy when I'm wearing yeah. one. It makes you feel special, I think. It finishes off your outfit. So, who's getting married? Me, I'm getting married. Congratulations. <laughs> when is this great event happening? Uh, 1st of August this year. And have you got it all sorted? Have you got it all locked in? No, no, no nothing is sorted. Even the venue just got sorted today. So Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so step one is done, yeah. That is a good step. Like a lot of decisions come after that, that, that decision. Yeah, I'm hoping they will tumble forth the decisions because, yeah, not long. Okay, coming along to an alternative wedding fair, why? Because generally I don't like any of the stuff at normal weddings and it's, I just find it a little bit boring and it's not really my style so it's good to come here and just see all the different things that is possible. If you had to name some of the things that you go, oh I don't like it, it's boring, what are they? White dresses, getting walked down the aisle, tea cups. I don't like, well I like teacups actually, but I don't. That was very specific, like, when is she going with the teacups? All right. Uh, yeah, all the sexist rubbish that goes yes. with the weddings. Um, yeah, there's just like a lack of fun. It's a bit formal, a bit boring. Just want more colour and sparkles and dinosaurs if possible. Tell me about the dinosaurs. Well, originally I wanted to have my wedding photos as such um, a crystal palace so I could get the dinosaurs in because that's where I live and that would be great. But we're not going to go there. So I'd like to incorporate dinosaurs into our day in another way. So perhaps um, we're just talking to the supplier, the hay suppliers up there. They said that they got some dino-related goodies. So Fantastic. going to have a look at those. <laughs> I have seen some little, you know, the kids' little dinosaur toys that people spray paint gold or bright colours. Oh, I love that. I've seen that Pinterest. I'm on yeah, she's up. Like, hey, I'm planning a wedding. I've been on there, you idiot. I know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> when you close your eyes and imagine this day, what do you see? I don't know what I see, and this is the problem. Um, toys and strudel and... Strudel? I want to come to this event. It sounds amazing. <laughs> um, and, I don't know, mm, glitter... Yeah. And a dress or not a dress? I, I, I can't do the dress very well. So, yeah, maybe not a dress. Maybe a jumpsuit. Maybe a I trouser thing. love jumpsuits. I'm obsessed with the wedding jumpsuit. Okay, well, if you find a nice one, then send it my way because I'm having trouble. <laughs> what about your partner? What, what does he think about the dinosaurs and the jumpsuits? Oh, no, he's well into, yeah, anything, robots, comics, like, yeah. Love robots are great. I mean, they're very versatile. Yeah, he's fully into anything that's for the ages 12 and under, really. So we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> One step at a time. I always think the weddings like you're describing are the ones that people remember and enjoy and go, yeah, that was different. That was great. I had a really good time. I hope, hopefully, hopefully. Yes, that's what we're aiming for. That was Tash.
she's getting married quite quite soon in about five months time and I love Tasha's attitude to saying well I'm not into any of that stuff nothing was sort of standing out to me as what I wanted I couldn't even picture it and that's a that's a really common thing when I talk to my guests and I meet people at wedding exhibitions and at shops and stuff a lot of them go I don't know I'm just I'm supposed to have some vision some great vision I don't so tough luck we'll come up with it we'll make it happen (laughs) Tash was great and I can't tell you how I'm excited by her vision of wearing a jumpsuit if you're not into a big froofy dress don't wear it and the jumpsuit I mean Solange wore a jumpsuit with a cape I mean she's really set the standards for the jumpsuit now and there are a lot available if you um search if you search full stop that's really helpful for Malaysia if you look you'll find them welcome to my podcast <laughs> I will highlight I think wedding party the wedding party app the wedding party blog app had a wonderful list of wedding jumpsuits which I will include in my show blog today if you are interested in looking for a flashy really flashy wonderful jumpsuit Gee whiz, I hope I provided some sort of, I don't know, inspiration for you to go and explore local vendors. And if there aren't alternative wedding fairs or whatever you want to call them around you, you know, go on Etsy. Word of mouth is an excellent thing. If someone's been to a great corporate event and they've they've seen a magician or they've seen some sort of entertainment or dance troupe or whatever floats your boat, you just never know what people have seen and 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 stored in their brain grapes that can help you create a really interesting wedding and an interesting event. If you are interested in more information about any of the vendors that I had on the show today, or also, as I said at the beginning, I will put up a list of alternative wedding wedding events that are happening in your country specifically. Or if you're running one of these events, well, you must get in touch with me. You simply must. Please visit savethedatepodcast.com. If you like the show, love the show with the cherry on top, well, thank you, just to say quietly, can you please spread the word? (laughs) I'm sort of starting, I'm asking you to start a podcasting pyramid scheme for me. It, it, we, none of us are getting any financial gain from this pyramid scheme, so it's a little different from the traditional pyramid scheme. But it, what I'm saying is, if you like the show, tell a friend. If you know someone that's getting married that you think, oh, they'd enjoy a silly Australian girl talking about weddings a lot, spread the word. It really helps me out and it warms my heart when I see you do that on Facebook and you tag me in or you at me on the Twitter and the Instagram and all the other social media interwebs things. If you do spread the word, I promise you the magic wedding fairies will spread magic wedding fairy dust on you of thanks from me. There it is. (laughs) What a way to end this episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. And thank you to all the people that contributed to the show today. It was such a delight visiting the Eclectic Wedding Fair, the Eclectic Wedding Extravaganza, excuse me. And I hope it's provided some sort of inspiration. Until next week, I wish you well. Happy days. Save the date wedding podcast. Don't plan your wedding without it.